When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Larry Hardesty, how we feeling, my friend? Oh, I missed you last night, Gordon. How how so? Why? You weren't here. Oh, yeah, it's true. I I didn't know why you would miss me, though. You know, like, it's just one day. You, 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 I mean, like most people, uh, you could use a break, you know? Uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but I had a break. I, I, you know, I had the break from you from last week. You know, no Friday, uh-huh. Gordon. No sure. Saturday, Gordon. No right. Sunday, Gordon. Looking forward to a little Gordon on a Monday. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I Tighten hear you. Up the weekend and everything, but you know, you you were busy. You had the previous engagement, which I mm-hmm. understand. Well, I'm happy you're back tonight. I am very happy to be back. And and let me just ask the audience. Yes. A show of virtual hands. Uh huh. Who is ready for some Yankee baseball? Huh? <laughs> Woo! Yeah! Coming down the stretch of the season, Larry. (laughs) Sounds like... Are those tumbleweeds I see rolling down the street? It might be some tumbleweeds. (laughs) Come on. If you can't get excited for Yankees Nationals with Carlos Rodon and his 7-point-whatever ERA... (laughs) Woo! But you've got young players coming up, Gordon. You've got this is what you want. Okay, season's done. Mm-hmm. The Yankees have admitted that season's done. Yep. No matter what Aaron Boone says about, yeah, we get it. We're still trying to win. Nobody said you were losing intentionally. Nobody said you were tanking. We just said you're out of it. So to prove that they finally get it, here come the kids. So this is this is what you want to see, Gordon. This is not must watch, but at least I'm interested to look in and see baseball. It is far more interesting than anyone we have had really in left field all year and really anybody we've had at third base all year. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, we've been on the train of, at this point, if you're a Yankee fan, this is what you should want. I I still see, oh, they're losing everything. This is what you want. You want it to be catastrophically bad so that no excuse possibly can be given for why there wouldn't be seismic change within the organization after this season is over. So this is what you want. You want to be losing all the time. I don't want to, I don't want to win a single game at this point. I want them to finish so far under 500. Even Hal Steinbrenner can't avoid making changes. And uh, I guess the offshoot of that, at least right now, is getting to see some young players. So we'll get to see Pereira tonight. We'll get to see Peraza tonight. And mm-hmm. they should have probably been up here before now. But Agreed. this is better late, better late than never. No doubt about it. And as I said last night, Gordon, I don't expect Yankee fans to root against their team. No, of course not. All right. But they're losing anyway. So Absolutely. you might just, just keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is the only path forward at this point. The last thing you want, and we saw this for years with the Knicks, not recently, yeah. but you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, where they would have a little bit of success near the end of the season, and they would be able to kind of present it. Not that they would sell it because you're not buying it, but they could present it as, well, see, we're not that far away. You don't want any – you want it to be crystal clear 
that this is not the team, that this team is a badly put-together roster, and that points to just one person, um, and that would be Brian Cashman, and that's what you want. At this point, there is nothing to be gained by taking two or three against the Nationals or, or going on some hot... See, we knew that this was in here. We knew that these with what these guys were capable of. This is what we've been seeing the entire time. So there's, there's bad is better and worse is ideal. Yeah, there's no question about it. And, and for the reasons you mentioned, uh, because change has to come in some mm-hmm. form. Yes. Even, if, even, if, even if by chance the, the, the personnel stays the same, the, the formula has to change. How, how you use analytics has to change. The, analytic, the, the staff who's doing analytics has to change. Gordon, the staff that's doing medical has to change. I mean, if, if everything can't be like we're, we're, everything is good here because it isn't. So something, a bunch of things have to change. And, yeah. you know, the, the, that's the only way it's going to, that's the only way you're going to improve. Absolutely. And, and really, when you get to the end of the season, if Hal Steinbrenner is being truthful about asking tough questions, what, what area of the organization would Brian Cashman be able to say, well, yeah, this wasn't good and that wasn't good, but we did a really good job of X. What, what would that be? It's not the roster, right? No. Nope. It's, not, it's not the evaluation that you made on this season that you're telling us you're in it to win it, right? Nope. It can't be the moves that you've made here the last couple of years, right? Nope. It really is not um, the development of players. There's no, I mean, outside of Judge, there's nobody here. May, I guess Volpe, if you want to say that that's a successful year for a, for a young kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I, mean, I don't think that we should really be relying on Volpe. And nope. he's been average, I think, kind of at best. Mm-hmm. So you can't say the development. Nope. And it's kind of hard to predict uh, the, the great things from the future based on the past. The Yankees yeah. have not done a great job under Brian Cashman recently of developing their players in the minor league system. That's why they've fallen into a, a, a reason why they've fallen into the spot that they're in. So um, I, I don't know how this is going to turn out. I think I know how it's going to end up turning out with Brian Cashman still running things. But if there's even a glimpse, you know, like they always give you the playoff odds, the Yankees yeah, playoff yeah. Even if the odds of Brian Cashman getting fired are just 0.001 higher by we'll losing it. every single game, I'll we'll take, take those odds. Yeah, no question about it. Now, I know, just for a second, I'm going to change the subject, Gordon. You don't sure. just Just for a second. Going very quietly, even though, and I have to admit, I'm surprised. And I have to admit, it's not great because there's still eight games under 500. Mm-hmm. But the Mets have been pretty entertaining over the past two, two weeks. They've won, they won some seven games. of ten. Yeah, um, they beat the Braves last night, whom they normally don't. Obviously, mm-hmm. it doesn't count. That's why they won. Mm-hmm. But but you know, at least they're at least at least they're showing something. You know what I'm saying, Gordon? I don't know mm-hmm. what it is, but at least they're showing something. <laughs> and if you have to, if you're going to make, here's what they're doing: they're making sure that we want to be a part of this team next year. There, there's, we know there's going to be changes. We know that you're going to do something. We know that you're still going to try to make it relevant, and we want to be a part of it. And so, you know, for that standpoint, it's encouraging. Now, do they do they still have to make changes? Yeah, the, the pitching is still a nightmare. The bullpen's been better, but it's not great. It, in other words, Gordon, the same issues are still there, but at least with a month and a half left to go in the season, they're watchable. 
And, and at this point, knowing that there's nothing to tune into, there's no postseason, there's nothing like that. They sold off. They made their moves. They made their bed and whatnot. It, it's it's nice to see that they haven't just, you know, quit. Well, a couple things. Uh, what were they at the trade deadline? What, well, how many games under 500 were they at the trade deadline? Uh, if memory serves me right, Gordon, they were probably like maybe four games. Uh-huh. Four or five so, games on yeah. So what you're, I mean, what you're seeing here, and if it, if the trend continues and they get back to four games under 500, at this point, you'd, you'd say that nothing that you traded away really hurt you. Yeah. I mean, you're you're basically the same team you were before you made the deals as you were after, and and maybe it's not surprising because I've been a big believer that the Met group as they have. Uh, brought it together over the last couple of years, they have not responded to pressure well, right? Like Mm -hmm. last year, they get out to a huge lead, and when the pressure hit, they folded. This Mm -hmm. year, they go in with the huge expectations of World Series or bust, and it just never fired. So maybe the fact now that the pressure's off, maybe this shouldn't be all that surprising that they're starting to play a little bit better. Now, I mean, the season's over, essentially. Now maybe they can play themselves back into something uh, by getting insanely hot and, and jumping over some teams. Probably not. But mm-hmm. to me, I guess as a fan, if you're sitting and watching it, you'd prefer to have something to watch and, and have the games at least be interesting where they're not losing every single day. Mm-hmm. But in some ways, I almost feel like if you want change within your organization, I'd rather lose every – I'd rather – to me, the Mets are in the worst-case scenario where it's like, eh, it's not that bad, it's not that good, we're kind of in the same spot. I'd rather bottom out. Uh, and maybe that's because I'm looking at it through a Yankee fan prism. Mm-hmm, I'd mm-hmm. rather it just be all bad and, and let me get my draft pick as high as I can get it because nothing else matters this year. Like if the Mets finish eight games under 500 or four games under 500 or two games, it, it's all the same. So I'd much rather it be as bad as possible. So more change. If I feel like change is needed, I want more things to spur that change. Yeah. But unlike you, Gordon, we've lived that. <laughs> mm. We've lived that bottom bottoming out. Mm-hmm. You know, Steve Cohen is coming in and he's a little different, right? He's supposed to be the guy that, you know, things are going to be brighter than. And so while I understand what you're saying and you're right to a point, uh, there's still eight games under 500. They're still not a good team. But what I'm saying is at least while you're at least they're watchable yeah. Yeah. at this point. And, mm-hmm. and look, and, and when they lose, they're not getting blown out. You know what I'm saying? They're in games, and and they're losing games the way they lost games all year. Okay, starters didn't go didn't go more than starters didn't go five or six innings. Went to the bullpen, asked the bullpen to get too many outs, and we lost games. So really, how they've lost has not changed. The fact that, and of course, listen, they played St. Louis, who's are horrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've they've had a pretty fair schedule. The the fact is, the most, and I've been complaining about it. Just the fact that I'm still kind of shocked that they were able to beat Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, they, they never beat it. Right. Look at that, huh? They scored 10 runs. I mean, they have the I mean, Gordon, they don't score 10 runs in a series against Atlanta. Yeah. So, you know, just I guess that that's maybe, what Maybe it's possible the Braves took it easy on them for a night. That's too late for that. It's <laughs> <laughs> too late for that. No, no, hey, Gordon, no. I want you to treat them the way you normally treat them. Right. Because much like what you're saying, it the goal is to be better than Atlanta. Or at least to be in the same same playing field, a level playing field where you can be competitive against Atlanta. And you haven't been. You haven't been. Even when you went on and got, you know, two future Hall of Famers, they still beat your butt. So much like the Yankees trying to, you know, cl- climb Mount Astros, 
The Mets are trying to climb Mount Atlanta. And what we saw last year at the end of the season is, and, and here, here's the frightening thing about it, Gordon, which is a little different, is that Atlanta will let you beat them. Okay? The Mets, what, swept five, took four or five against them early last season? Middle of the season, they had a great series to the point where people, oh, this, it's over. People were like, it's over. Yeah. The Mets, it's over. The, the, the Mets are going to, I'm like, shh, shh, quiet. It's not over. It's never over with Atlanta. And then Atlanta comes back at the end of the season. So what that meant was you still didn't have enough to beat Atlanta. So you have to go out and beat and find enough to get to beat Atlanta, which is the same thing the Yankees have to do. They have to find a way to go out, get players so you can be competitive and ultimately beat the Astros. And until you until you understand that and make the moves towards that, Gordon, nothing's going to change. Yeah, see, for for the Yankees, I feel like it's much more. Um, there's much more uh, work to be done. Oh, absolutely, because you got yeah. bad contracts. Yeah, you got bad contracts, and you have more holes. Uh, you know, yeah. like as bad as the Mets, rotation wise, the Mets have a lot of a lot of holes to fill there because they're just not going to have people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they're, yep. they're not going to have people there, but. Uh, you know, Nimmo's not going anywhere. Lindor's no. not going anywhere. Alonzo's not going anywhere. McNeil's I mean, not might going, be going somewhere. Well, I mean, it dep- they still have him for another year under contract. And if mm-hmm. things don't go well next year, okay, maybe that's a conversation. But, you know, he- he's going to be, I would think, part of the opening day roster next year. There's no reason that they need to move him. Uh, the Yankees, I-, I-, I mean, outside of guys that they're stuck with, and judge, judge, and guys that they're stuck with. There's a lot more holes there, and I think that yeah. they're the Yankees to me are much more of a team that kind of needs to do a a real reset. I'm not going to say maybe rebuild because you got two guys on, under contract that are making a ton of money that are win now kind of players. So I don't know that the Yankees are at, at that point yet, but it feels a lot more like they have a lot more work to do because they have to create basically a, a lineup again. Yeah, yeah. With athleticism and some speed, yeah, which is almost in a different way than they've done it before. Yeah, yeah, there's no question about it. Uh, I know we got to go to break, Harvey. We'll do that in a second. I got to ask Gordon one more question. Uh, would you this off season, Gordon? If there were, would you move Lemayhu? Are you oh. resigned to the fact that he's <laughs> never going to get better? That this is uh, it. Yeah. If you could move him, would you move him? Oh, absolutely. Wow. Okay. I mean, it's been it's been a few years now. It's kind of mm-hmm. hard to think that the LeMayhew that you got those first two years is ever going to to um, to show up again. Yeah, but I think yeah. he's better than this. You'd like to think so. I mean, this well, is, I mean, this who is do you like have a higher hope on next year turning things around, LeMayhew or Stanton? LeMayhew. To be honest with you, I think Stanton is I think this is what it is. Yeah. I hate to tell you this, Gordon. I think this is what it is for him. I really do. I, yeah. I, he might give you some more power. He might mm-hmm. be a bit more mm-hmm. consistent home run wise. Right. But Gordon, guess what? He ain't been not, he ain't beating out no infield hits no time soon. No. His <laughs> days of, of 35 and yeah. 95. Yeah. I mean, might you on. might be looking at 25 and 75 for him. Yeah. And, that's and not that's, great. No, not, no, not for the salary. No. no. And you had to know that that was going to happen at some point. You hoped it was going to be in the last year or two. And that Four has not more, been the three case. more years next year after next yep. year, right? Three more. Yeah, that's, yeah. Lemayhu, uh, I, I mean, he's thirty-four. Uh, you know, he he's actually older than than Stanton. Yeah, but so. his body's younger. 
Uh, yeah, I guess. Legs, I, I, leg look, wise, leg I'll wise, his body's younger. If we get through this season and then you find, oh, you know, Lemayhu's been playing with something. I guess maybe he was better, a little bit better last year until mm-hmm. he got hurt. Uh, it's kind of hard for me to believe that now he's going to get back to the guy or closer to the guy you saw those first two seasons. And see, the, the scary thing for me about him is, I don't know, Gordon. I think the bat speed is down. Just looking, I'm not, listen, I'm, I don't purport to be a baseball scout, mm-hmm. okay? And, and and I'm not a bench coach of any kind. But the swings, he looks to be swinging late. I think the bat speed's dropped. And it if just, that's the case, then he, what, what are you going to do? Those first it's two done. years, he hit with good power. Oh, and did. the power has not been And to all fields. Close. Yeah. He was it's, a spring. And it's hitter. been pretty consistently the same. He's slugging like 350, 360 these last three years. Yeah. It's not been good. 1 800 919 3776. Your calls are next. It's Hardesty and Damer on ESPN New York tonight. Infograssa on 987 ESPN. It's this is the Dan Grassa Show on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. And Yankee fans are like, oh, yep. <laughs> Hardest Dan Damon for Grasa on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, that's what you would hope for, eh, Gordon? Yeah. Uh, I like. I, I find it hysterical that it's now up to Yankee fans to come up with the name uh, of the next GM. Uh, it's the New York Yankees. I think if they put up the the proverbial for sale, uh, you know, or, or want, help wanted ad, uh, I think that the Yankees should be able to find someone who can run the organization and and do a, a fine job. It's it's not like there's not that many of these jobs to begin with. And uh, there's very few in any sport that have more resources at their disposal than the New York Yankees. So uh, the the idea that, well, if you get rid of Brian Cashman, who, who, who would Yankee fans even want? Uh, I, I think is a little out there. Especially in this scenario where he's coming from a last place finish. I mean, anything you do, the bar is very low. Anything you do is going to be better than this season. Yeah, and it's not it's not just that it's this one bad season. It, it, you saw this coming. We yeah. you know the the frustration the Yankee fan look, some fans are always ticked off if you're not winning the World Series, but it, it's not like that this this really came as a total shock to to fans this year that this is this kind of disastrous season. It kind of felt like this this this, way, this was the way it was kind of trending. 
Uh, yeah. With the second half of last year, the way he got kicked out in the playoffs, and then not really making any significant changes in the offseason. You put yourself in a bad situation. And, Gordon, as you've said, no left fielder. No left fielder. You knew it'll, coming It'll in. fix Larry. It'll fix itself. We're just going to throw it out there. We're going to put this in the drawer. We'll close the drawer tomorrow. We'll open the drawer. It'll be magically fixed. Yeah. Easily. Done. Mm-hmm. Jose's in Brooklyn. Jose, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. Good evening, Larry, Gordon, and Harvey and Chantel. Shout out to the company. And I know it had to have been killing Gordon to, you know, be the entertainer that he was to, you know, have that bid with the Yankee of who's ready for Yankee baseball because <laughs> everyone, no Yankee fan is interested in Yankee baseball right now. <laughs> But um, the I do agree with Larry. Just wanted to say that it has there has to be a change in how we look at the analytics. Like just hearing the Michael K show earlier, and I love and I love Michael K. You know, he, he, he you know me as a Yankee fan. You know, pretty much the voice of the Yankees and everything. But when he goes out, it, 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 you know, when he leans into the Yankee boy persona, it's just like. <laughs> There, there is no defense for how the numbers turned out here. Like, there's no excuse for pitchers like you know, like Rondon and Severino who have ERAs of seven, you know, to keep trot to keep to trot out. And I know for with, to be fair to Rondon, he's you know, making his you know starts and trying to get back into you know the swing of things, but. The, like, like, like there, there's just no excuse at this point. The analytics have to change, and I think that that is the most that that is the number one on the real uh, on Yankee fans list. I know people have a hatred for Cashman. I know people have a hatred for Boone, and you know you can count me in and for both of them. I'm more on the Boone and, and Cashman than uh, than Cashman, but it is what it is. But um, this situation is not going to change unless if we actually change how we look at the analytics or, you know, statistics, as I like to say, because analytics just became a made-up baseball terminology for, you know, and I'm not going to be dumb to it, dumb to it just because the rest of the league is using it correctly and the Yankees are deciding to be bad. So that's just my point. And thank you for, for your time, guys. All right, Jose, thanks for checking in. Um, Gordon, it's clear. Whatever, however they look at the numbers they're looking at, it's simply not working. So they've got to either come up with some new numbers or come up with a different equation or figure out something different because plain and simple, you, it's killing you. Right. <laughs> and it's and killed that's, you for the last couple of years. Yeah, and that's what frustrates Yankee fans is that it seems like, okay, we made this evaluation based on this. Then the player goes out there and it's not good, and the Yankees almost stick to the point. No, well, but the numbers that we have say it is. It, it's actually much better than you think. No, the way we judge this is based on the season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how many games we win, how far we get. That's what we're basing it on. We're not basing it on the numbers that you look at. Oh no, these numbers are consistent. He's still hitting the ball hard. It's just bad luck. Well, then, then maybe you have to alter. Uh, how you're evaluating these things going in. And I would disagree that like analytics to me now has with the Yankees has become this, this, this boogeyman that we just blame. It's everything with the Yankees. It's the evaluation of the minor leagues. It's the, the development of, of talent on in the, in the farm system. 
It's the moves that are made. So I guess maybe that could all be analytics, I guess. It, I, to me, it's just bad judgment. <laughs> it's just bad judgment across the board. It's not just the, the analytics. 1-800-919-3776. We'll continue the conversation with you on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. Yes, Donaldson's been out for a long time. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's still out. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a, it's funny. It, it, generally, when you have guys on the IL, you think, oh, I can't wait to get this guy back. I don't think, Please, we, I don't no think we've taken a single call that said, you know what we need back? <laughs> we need to get Josh Nobody. Donaldson back in there. Nobody misses him. Nobody. Nobody. I, I'll say this, Gordon. Uh, team leaders. Glaber mm-hmm. Torres, two, start before the game tonight. Glaber Torres, 267, leading batting average. Tied with 50 RBIs. Mm-hmm. On base, 335. On base percentage. 124 hits. Gordon, trade him now. <laughs> well, him now. Yeah, I mean, it, his name has come up before. I would think that uh, the very good. It's gonna. I, I'm gonna be interested to see how they they spin this after the season. Uh-huh. Um, I, I would think that this has now got to be, if not a a, a rebuild, it's got to be retooling, and they're going yeah. to scale things back. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be much more about young kids next year, and it's not going to be about going out and spending a ton of money. Uh-huh. And, and when you have the amount of sunk costs that the Yankees have. In mm-hmm. some of these guys, LeMayhew and Stanton, anybody who's making significant money, that's not a real difference maker. I would think that they're probably going to be getting moved. So Glaber yeah. Torres, I think that that might be a, a very likely name to get moved. 1-800-919-3776. Tommy's in New Hyde Park. What's up, Tommy? How you doing, guys? Hey, Tommy. I want to ask a question about, do you think at any chance that the Mets could pull off and get into the wild card? Nope. You don't think so at all? No. Nope. Mm-mm. What if we squeeze the Braves and the teams ahead of us? I think it's Cincinnati and there's three teams ahead of us. You don't think so? Nope. <laughs> Again? Nope. Their, their odds right now are 2.4%. <laughs> so I, I like I, they got a go bunch of teams nope. to jump over to. Nope. Yeah, I understand. Not, that. my friend. Six and a half out of the wild, six and a half behind the final wild card spot. Mm-hmm. And the, the big thing, yeah. Tommy. Thanks for the phone call. Listen, I I, I applaud your I applaud your optimism, optimism because they sure. won seven out of ten. I get it, but um, here's the thing: the pitching is not going to hold up, um, and the bullpen's been an issue, and they just they just don't have it. So uh, right now, the fact that they are entertaining is good in a sense. And as Gordon pointed out, you know, you, it's hurting you to it's hurting your position for draft pick because you would like to have as good a one as you can get. Since that seems to that's why you flushed away this season because you knew you weren't going anywhere. So at least let's let's try to build up our minor league system, and that's what they decide to do. So you know they're doing the best they can, and you applaud them for being entertaining. But no, they're 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 not going to uh, they're not they're not going to to make a wild card spot now. I will tell you, it is interesting, Gordon, because um, now that if, listen, if the Verlander and Scherzer that has pitched since they've left have been here, right? they might have been, they might have had a shot. <laughs> but clearly the Scherzer is specifically, since he left, is not the same Scherzer that was here. 
in a typical Met fashion, it would be that they would get just close enough and they would be in striking distance in that last week and then all of a sudden let you down again. To me, that's exactly. the worst spot to be yes. in. You, you want clarity at this point. You want you don't want to get any false hope um, when you're going into these off seasons that there's going to have to be sizable change with both of these teams. Mm-hmm. No question about it. And uh, <laughs> in a hurry. Yeah, and you know when you have as many things to do as both the Yankees and Mets look to have to do this offseason, you can get fooled. It's such a long list on mm-hmm. the to-do list. Well, you know what? This guy, he was he was good in September, so maybe that's not as much of a pressing issue. No, let me know all the issues now. Let me see how many I can get fixed in one offseason. Exactly, exactly. And listen, Gordon, for the Yankees, is very simple, in a sense. The priority has to be, because you can't, this is like a this is like a football team. You can't fix everything in one draft. Nope. All right. So for them, give me a left fielder. Either you, uh, somebody that's major league ready. Even if you platoon them or bring up the young kids to play mm-hmm. with them as a prize yep. or whatever. Yeah. That that's my left fielder. And give me a third baseman, Gordon. That that is essential for next season. That's the priority. Everything else will 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 figure it out. But you got to have a left fielder and you got to have a third baseman. This sounds very basic, very elementary, but have guys at each position that make up a baseball team. How about that? How about yeah. that for a plan, huh? Wow. That's a great how, idea. How about not needing to play infielders in the outfield on a regular basis? You know what? You, you were right there with Abner Doubleday, weren't you? You Maybe I should be the next GM, Larry. I couldn't do much of a worse job. No, you could not. And and you would do a thousand times better. Because you know what? You know what I know? What? You when Minnesota called you, you would have hung up the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would make sure I at some point before opening day, I'm like, who do we have in left field? Yeah, that's that's not that's not that's That's not not gonna work. No, that's that's not good enough. Who do we got a third base? Ooh, that's not that's not gonna work. No. But but you would have had, but you know what you would have had a third baseman because you wouldn't have been in the situation no, of, I would of not that guy that, that you had. And it's funny you always you know the old line is if you listen to the fans long enough you'll end up sitting with them. But uh, on the last two years, Brian Cashman would have been a lot better served if he had mm-hmm. listened. If he would have called up the fans and say, "What do you think about this deal?" Exactly. The fans would have told him, "No, that's a terrible deal." Yeah, but but Gordon, how could he not know? I don't know. I do not know. I mean, he's not and, a dumb and, guy. And what's funny is, you know, the, 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 the analytics will get blamed, I'm sure, obviously. But the Yankees have other people within the organization. Like, going into this offseason, they have a front office. A Brian Sabian, Omar yeah. Minai. You know, they have guys that have been around the block a time or two. Is it the type of situation where you just have to kind of yes and go along and, and, and you can't really say what's, what's on your mind? Because there's nobody in their heart of heart. You could give them truth serum. And say, hey, do you think do you think we're good in left field with the guys that we have out there? Nobody would have been able to answer yes. We had a call last night, Gordon, where somebody asked me, "What is Sabian and Manaya doing in the front office?" I don't know. What do they do? What What is it? And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they're just a sounding board. I would think that Manaya was brought in, Gordon, because he had some success with the Mets on their minor league system back in the day. And so, you know, it helped him with the Latin Americans and, and, you know, Latin American players that he may be familiar with and contacts and mm-hmm. whatnot that he was able to, to bring to, to the forefront. But it's, it's a valuable question be, unless, like you said, they're just, 
you know, there once hear no evil, once see no evil, and once mm. speak no evil. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know, maybe they're just like sounding boards. But and the question becomes, Gordon, could one of them emerge with either not to say replacement, but maybe with more power in in the shakeup a little bit. Yeah, you. If there was ever going to be a time after this off season, um, you'd like to think so. Uh, I, I just reading the things that you read about um, the the feeling within the organization. It doesn't seem like it seems like it would be a real upset, even as bad as the Yankees have looked, even as poor as they are finishing the season. Mm-hmm. If they continue on this track, it seems like it would be a major upset if Brian Cashman were fired after this year. But once again, I submit to you, Gordon, he doesn't have to be fired. He could be reassigned. There's mm-hmm. other things he could do in the right. Yankee front office. He does not have to continue to be involved in baseball operations. There's other stuff he can do. He, you know, he could peruse the minor leagues and make sure that they're using a T. <laughs> <laughs> Something. Something. He doesn't have to. Gordon, he doesn't have to keep what he's doing. He could be doing something else. There's other things he could do. I see. I think that this off season, if this continues to trend this way, I get the feeling that there could be a lot of shakeups. But I feel like the la- that last domino is one that's not going to come, and that one's Cashman. I could see, you know, like Damon Oppenheimer, who was the who was the head of um, scouting uh, for a long time. Bye. I could see him getting, you know, replay it. Certainly the manager has been, that's been brought up. Yeah. It almost seems like a that's lot. a foregone conclusion, but I, yeah. I don't know that it is. No, it may not be. May not be. Might not be. We'll continue the conversation here on 98.7 ESPN. Do you think at any chance that the Mets could pull off and get the wild card? Nope. No. Yes, Donaldson's been out for a long time. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's still out. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it's funny. It, it, generally, when you have guys on the IL, you think, "Oh, I can't wait to get this guy back." I don't think Please, I don't no think rush. we've taken a single call that said, "You know what? We need back." <laughs> we need to get Josh Nobody. Donaldson back in there. Nobody misses him. Nobody. Nobody. I, I'll say this, Gordon. Uh, team leaders. Glaber mm-hmm. Torres two start before the game tonight. Glaber Torres two sixty seven leading batting average. Tied with 50 RBIs, mm-hmm. on base 335, on base percentage. 124 hits. Gordon, trade him now. <laughs> trade well, him now. Yeah, I mean, his name has come up before. I would think that uh, the very good – It's gonna. I'm going to be interested to see how they, they spin this after the season. Uh-huh. Um, I, I would think that this has now got to be, if not a, a rebuild, it's got to be retooling, and they're going yeah. to scale things back. Yeah, uh, and it's going to be much more about young kids next year, and it's not going to be about going out and spending a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And, and when you have the amount of sunk costs that the Yankees have in mm-hmm. some of these guys, Lemayhew and Stanton, anybody who's making significant money, that's not a real difference maker. I would think that they're probably going to be getting moved. So Glaber yeah. Torres, I think that that might be a, a very likely name to get moved. 1-800-919-3776. Tommy's in New Hyde Park. What's up, Tommy? How you doing, guys? Hey, Tommy. I want to ask a question about, do you think at any chance that the Mets could pull off and get to the wild card? Nope. You don't think so at all? No. Nope. Mm-mm. What if we squeeze the Braves and the teams ahead of us I think it's Cincinnati and there's three teams ahead of us. You don't think so? 
Nope. <laughs> Again? Nope. Their, their odds right now are 2.4%. <laughs> So I, I, I like they got a bunch of teams nope. to jump over to. Nope. Yeah, I understand. Not, my friend. I, six I and a half wondering. out of the wild. Six and a half behind the final wild card spot. Mm-hmm. And the, the big thing, yeah. Tommy. Thanks for the phone call. Listen, I I, I applaud your I applaud your optimism, optimism because they sure. won seven out of ten. I get it. But um, here's the thing: the pitching is not going to hold up, um, and the bullpen's been an issue, and they just they just don't have it. So. Uh, right now, the fact that they are entertaining is good in a sense. And as Gordon pointed out, you know, you, it, it's hurting you to it's hurting your position for draft pick because you would like to have as good a one as you can get. Since that seems to that's why you flushed away this season because you knew you weren't going anywhere. So at least let's let's try to build up our minor league system, and that's what they decide to do. So you know they're doing the best they can, and you applaud them for being entertaining. But no, they're they're. They're not going to. Um, they're not. They're not going to to make a wild card spot. Now, I will tell you, it is interesting, Gordon, because um, now that if listen, if the Verlander and Scherzer that has pitched since they've left has been here, right? They might have been. They might have had a shot. <laughs> but clearly, the Scherzer is specifically since he left is not the same Scherzer that was here. And in typical Met fashion, it would be that they would get just close enough and they would be in striking distance in that last week and then all of a sudden let you down again. To me, that's the worst spot to be in. You you want clarity at this point. You you don't want to get any false hope um, when you're going into these off-seasons that there's going to have to be sizable change with both of these teams. Mm -hmm. No question about it. And uh, (laughs) in a hurry. Yeah, and you know, when you have as many things to do as both the Yankees and Mets – look to have to do this offseason you can get fooled it's such a long list on Mm -hmm. the to-do list well you know what this guy he was he was good in september so maybe that's not as much of a pressing issue no let me know all the issues now let me see how many i can get fixed in one offseason exactly exactly and listen gordon for the yankees is very simple in a sense the priority has to be because you can't this is like a this is like a football team you can't fix everything in one draft nope all right. So for them, give me a left fielder, either you uh, somebody that's major league ready, even if you platoon them or bring up the young kids to play mm-hmm. with them as a Peraza, yep. whatever. Yep. That That's my left fielder. And give me a third baseman. Gordon, that that is essential for next season. That's the priority. Everything else will we'll, we'll figure it out. But you got to have a left fielder and you got to have a third baseman. This sounds very basic, very elementary, but have guys at each position that make up a baseball team. How about that? How about yeah. that for a plan, huh? Wow. That's a great how, idea. How about not needing to play infielders in the outfield on a regular basis? You know what? You you were right there with having the double day, weren't you? I, you maybe I just, should be the next GM, Larry. I couldn't do much absolutely. of a worse job. No, you could not. And and you would do a thousand times better because you know what you know what I know what you when Minnesota called you you would have hung up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would make sure I at some point before opening day I'm like, who do we have in left field? Yeah, that's that's not that's not that's, that's not, not going to work. No, that's, that's not, not good enough. Work. Who do we got third base? Ooh, that's not that's not going to work. No. no, but but you would have but you know what you would have had a third baseman because you wouldn't have been in the situation no, of, I would of not that guy that, that you had. And it's funny, you always, you know, the old line is if you listen to the fans long enough, you'll end up sitting with them. But uh, on the last two years, 
Brian Cashman would have been a lot better served if he had mm-hmm. listened, if he would have called up the fans and said, what do you think about this deal? Exactly. the fans would have told him, no, that's a terrible deal. Yeah. But, but Gordon, how could he not know? I don't know. I do not know. I mean, he's not and, a dumb and, guy. And what's funny is, you know, the, 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 the analytics will get blamed, I'm sure, obviously. But the Yankees have other people within the organization. Like, going into this offseason, they have a front office a Brian Sabian, Omar yeah. Minaya. You know, they have guys that have been around the block a time or two. Is it the type of situation where you just have to kind of yes and go along and, and, and you can't really say what's, what's on your mind? Because there's nobody in their heart of heart. You could give them truth serum and say, hey, do you, think, do you think we're good in left field with the guys that we have out there? Nobody would have been able to answer yes. We had a call last night, Gordon, where somebody asked me what – is Sabian and Manaya doing in the front office? I don't know. What do they do? What What is it? And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they're just a sounding board. I would think that Manaya was brought in, Gordon, because he had some success with the Mets on their minor league system back in the day. And so, you know, it helped him with the Latin Americans and, and you know, Latin American players that he may be familiar with and contacts and mm-hmm. whatnot that he was able to, to bring to, to the forefront. But it's it's a valuable question unless, like you said, they're just you know they're once hear no evil, once see no evil, and once mm. speak no evil. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know, maybe they're just like sounding boards. But and the question becomes, Gordon, could one of them emerge with either not to say replacement, but maybe with more power in in the shakeup a little bit. Yeah, you, if there was ever going to be a time after this offseason, um, you'd like to think so. Uh, I, I Just reading the things that you read about um, the, the feeling within the organization, it doesn't seem like – it seems like it would be a real upset. Even as bad as the Yankees have looked, even as poor as they are finishing the season, mm-hmm. if they continue on this track, it seems like it would be a major upset if Brian Cashman were fired after this year. But once again, I submit to you, Gordon, he doesn't have to be fired. He could be reassigned. There's mm-hmm. other things he could do in the right. Yankee front office. He does not have to continue to be involved in baseball operations. There's other stuff he can do. He, you know, he could peruse the minor leagues and make sure that they're using a T. <laughs> <laughs> Something. Something. He doesn't have to. Gordon, he doesn't have to keep what he's doing. He could be doing something else. There's other things he could do. I see. I think that this off season, if this continues to trend this way, I get the feeling that there could be a lot of shakeups. But I feel like the la- that last domino is one that's not going to come, and that one's Cashman. I could see, you know, like Damon Oppenheimer, who was the who was the head of um, scouting uh, for a long time. Bye. I could see him getting, you know, replay it. Certainly, the manager has been that's been brought up. Yeah. It almost seems like a that's lot. a foregone conclusion, but I, yeah. I don't know that it is. No, it may not be. May not be. Might not be. We'll continue the conversation here on 98.7 ESPN. Do you think at any chance that the Mets could pull off and get to the wild card? Nope. 